Hi everyone, welcome back to Built on Hope. Want to just first start off with a huge apology, especially to our guest, Brendan, who has been waiting very patiently for about a year for this episode to come out. Yeah, just kind of life came at us pretty hard and fast, and uh, we just didn't quite get get it out. But as we are coming up onto another Adepticon season, we thought we would give you this flashback episode, hopefully to get you excited for your run up to Adepticon this year. So we made it before Adepticon, which is on Saturday, March 25th in Schomburg, Illinois. There's a lot of prizes on offer and more information is available on the IACP website. So good luck to everyone who is attending. Unfortunately, we were not able to make it over there this year, but hopefully we'll see you at other events. So just all of you going to Adepticon just to get you hyped, we've got this episode. And we just our big message for this episode is be like Brendan, because he's basically the ideal tournament competitor, as you'll see in the episode. But before that, David has some announcements about some stuff going on in the UK. Okay, yeah, so up coming up here in the UK in June, we have the UK Games Expo. And as with every year, we will be running Imperial Assault. Uh, we'll be running the FFG Imperial Assault rather than IACP, uh, just because that's what the community voted for overall here in the UK. This year, Rebel Graffiti is banned, but otherwise everything else is legal. Also, maps will be provided on the day, so you don't need to bring map tiles, just your figures, cards, dice, and tokens. We do have a lot of exciting prizes. They actually include a full set of the final FFG promo cards, which are double-sided skirmish and campaign hero cards. So on one Ooh. side, it's got all the campaign heroes, and on the other side, it has the skirmish versions. Very cool. Yeah, so David, when is that? So the Imperial Assault Tournament will be on Saturday, the 3rd of June, and we will also be playing a lot of Arkham Horror the day before on Friday. If anyone is interested, get in touch. Uh, and we'll be running some casual games in the evening and, and possibly on Sunday as well. Yeah, so we'll be there the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, something else that's actually quite exciting is that Asmodee have gotten in touch with me about supporting this specific event. Uh, a couple of the employees will pop by to say hi, and they're looking around to see if there's any extra prize support for us. So no no promises, but it's very good news, and it's really great to see them taking an interest in Imperial Assaults again. Yeah, so hopefully um, we'll get a chance to see some of you all uh, at that UK Games Expo in June. If anybody wants to make it over here, we'll be here. Yeah. And now I guess we will hop in our time machine and go back to <laughs> last year. Yeah. So just kind of a note before we get started, though, is that we haven't quite decided what uh, what we're doing with the podcast, with the, the future of Built on Hope. We'll keep you guys posted. But for now, enjoy this flashback to last year. Alrighty. Hi, everybody. Today, we've got an extra special treat for you. We've got... A special guest, Brendan Bourne from Adepticon, who is super excited uh, at the event, super excited on Slack, and I thought it'd be an amazing interview to get him on Built on Hope and to talk about Imperial Assault, to talk about joining the community and everything related to that. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Brendan. Yeah, really happy to have you on. So right before we were about to hit the record button, I was asking about, you know, have you been a longtime listener of the podcast? Yeah, so um, I actually, it was about two months ago when my wife and I, uh, we were looking and saw that there was Imperial events at Adepticon after this two-year hiatus, and we got really excited. So I started doing my research. So I really just started listening to you guys and uh, watching Noah on YouTube to get prepared for Adepticon. So I've listened to, you know, maybe three or four episodes from you guys, mainly the preparing for Adepticon ones. My wife and I, we just got super excited to play. And originally I was going to just come, just me, play some Star Wars Legion, some Imperial Assaults. But then my wife is an amazing Imperial Assault player. Uh, you guys probably don't know this. Uh, we do campaigns a couple times a year. We do the app campaign, Legends of the Alliance. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, they will let me be the Imperial player for a campaign. <laughs> Only occasionally. Yeah. I'm pretty mean, so um, <laughs> we kind of pass that around a little bit. We'll do skirmishes every once in a while. But, you know, I don't have four copies of Negation at home, so it's really just kind of casual, just whatever we are feeling that day. So you guys really helped. I just want to say thank you uh, to Noah and you guys especially to kind of get us up to speed on being able to play in these events. And so we practiced. Uh, we practiced 12 straight games. Her and I sitting at home. We played every single IACP mission right now in rotation and that's awesome and we played every single throwback mission printed out stuff and put a lot of work in uh, she got tired of facing my jedis over and over <laughs> <laughs> we were working on our list so i got really comfortable with uh, rebel iacp and she got really comfortable with scum iacp problem is we don't have an imperial player at home uh. We had no practice against Imperials at all, and half of the tournament was Imperials. Crazy, yeah. And you guys were at both events, right? It was kind of a mix. She played in the throwback, mm -hmm. and, and I played Star Wars Legion that day. We both played in the IACP, and then we both played in the Legion teams mm. on uh, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, David plays Legion teams as well. Yeah, I, I play quite a bit of team tournaments for other games. Too. Oh, yes. And that's my jam because it's all about sportsmanship and themes and the awards for the team. There was no awards for winning, really. It was all theme and it was spirit was the other big award. Um, awesome. And I, I got to tell you guys, I had an amazing Adepticon in the team event. My wife, Stephanie, is uh, incredible. She also started playing Star Wars Legion two months ago to be my teammate for Aww. Legion teams. Um, we were going over keywords and practicing how to deploy and going through everything. <laughs> and in this team event, it was 20 teams, so 40 people. And we went one and one. Spoiler alert, I won exactly half of my games, the entire Adepticon. <laughs> the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah, no, it, we'll, we'll get there. But this was, I had every single goal that I, that I was going for, really. Awesome. We got sixth out of 20 teams. And I got to stand in this, sorry, I'm going to try not to cry. Um oh. I, I got to stand in front of um, all of these wonderful people and 
um, my wife and I got medals and I got to kiss her and uh, they were cheering for us. It was just fantastic. So Amazing. that was the team tournament. We won best theme for a Naboo Trade Federation list. So it was all, you know, two tanks, a bunch of B1s, droidicas and staff riders just straight from Phantom Menace and people loved it. That's one of the factions, David, that you don't play <laughs> at all, right? <laughs> uh, well, I think my problem is that we got started back when it was just Rebel and Empire. And mm-hmm. Paul, the guy that I play doubles with, and I bought so much Legion that we can run every possible iteration of a list. <laughs> so I, I have some Trade Federation stuff, mm-hmm. but it's a big ask to go into another yeah. couple of factions to that level. With Separatists, it's usually you splash in something else. So General Grievous or Magna Guards or something else. But I'm just like, yeah, let's go straight Naboo Invaders and see how that goes. And it was just a blast. That's great. So that was teams on sunday yeah legion's uh, legion's a great game i know this is an imperial assault oriented <laughs> podcast but it's it's really refreshing i'm an old 40k player oh okay i started in the late 90s uh, i have so much uh, other armies uh, for warhammer fantasy and 40k sitting at home collecting dust but legion is it's a fantastic game so like if you're playing imperial assault and you want something that's more war game feel it's great and it's alternating activations which is really refreshing for me in 40k i shoot with my entire army and and hopefully deal enough damage to you before you shoot me with everything yeah so only one person gets to play the game yes <laughs> you sit there for a half an hour and take your minis off the table so and uh, and also with imperial assault that's kind of what draws me and stephanie in is that alternating back and forth feel of the game so yeah it has a very f- fantasy flight feel Yes. I mean, I know it's not Fantasy Flight anymore, but... Uh... AMG, whatever it is. There's a lot of tactical elements, too, about, like, the initiative and how many activations. Mm. That I think is a nice part of the game that enriches the tactical thinking about it as well, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. So how, how long have you actually been playing Imperial Assault? When I was a board game store uh, manager. I did that for a little while. That's when Imperial Assault came out and I jumped on it. I wanted something different and just everything about it I got into, especially the campaign, tried to skirmish. I got my kids to play skirmish occasionally, usually without command cards. We'll just throw some models on the table and just play a little skirmish. So yeah, I started from the beginning. As far as being a competitive skirmish player, uh, like I said, I only started two months ago getting ready for this Adepticon. Oh, so you've never played in any other tournaments? I've played so many 40k tournaments and so many Legion tournaments, but this was my first uh, Imperial Assault uh, skirmish tournament. Oh, wow. How did you hear about the event in the first place? Was it because you were planning on playing Legion? Yeah, that's part of it. I haven't been to an Adepticon since 2017. So when they announced it, I was starting to flip through things and seeing everything that I could maybe do. And financially, we were able to go for the first time in a while. So it was kind of surreal, really. But when we saw those events, I'm like, what is IACP? Yeah, I was wondering, (laughs) like, how do new people find IACP? (laughs) Because we're so stuck in it. (laughs) 
I'm actually really, really happy to hear that uh, the podcast, along with uh, Noah's YouTube videos, really help kind of keep that whole community alive. And and you've got things to look at and listen to to catch up. A hundred percent. I mean, I will say I think that we could do a little bit more with like posting on Facebook and stuff like that. And I did that when I signed up for these events. I posted on the uh, Facebook Imperial Assault page the events when they were and saying, hey, who wants to come out and roll some dice with us? So no, I will not be on the steering committee, but I will be your cheerleader. If you need me to promote Imperial Assault, we will do that 100%. Awesome. What I really want to ask as well is that because you were brand new to IACP, what was that experience like, like looking it up for the first time? How accessible was it? What was that experience like? Oh, wow. Um, so Stephanie and I, dev- uh, we delved into everything. We started printing off pages and throwing you know, paper into sleeves to try to make some of this stuff happen. Um, I got a couple 3D printed models for her list. She was playing Droid Hunters. I got a Forlom and I got Bib Fortuna. For my list, I wanted to play Yoda. <laughs> I know, right? That's one of my favorite ICB characters yes uh i was so excited to play yoda um i used the uh, star wars legion yoda that box is perfect it comes with two yodas one for imperial assault and one for a legion exactly <laughs> and the, the one the one for imperial assault has the the stick and everything uh-huh uh-huh yes absolutely okay so in the shower i basically have youtube going and i'm listening to to noah explain all of these these units like over and over again so and whenever i'm a technician as well so i'm in the car a lot or in the van and so i'm listening to him explain all of these units over and over again um on youtube so like that's really how i absorbed it noah is gonna be so happy to hear that it was useful because that's like one of the biggest things when you make content you're like is anyone listening to this (laughs) And I I messed up as well because I forgot that Davith now surges for plus two in hide instead of plus one in hide. Oh, so ouch. like, yeah, it, it's okay though. I don't think it would have made a big difference. It was enough to play competently. We did not win all of our games, and that was okay for us, you know. Mm-hmm, absolutely. We have talked about a couple of the questions we had in in mind already. Maybe we can move on to in terms of building lists. And picking things that you want to play at tournaments, what type of player are you and what kinds of things do you really gravitate towards? Well, I am not your I'm not your typical tournament grinder. I consider myself a hobbyist and my kind of core values or my ultimate goal really when I play these games, when I do this hobby, is I want my opponents to have a great time. And people weren't really expecting that. And I'll kind of get to that when I talk about my games. That is my ultimate goal, but I don't want to I don't want you just to have a good time. I want you to have the time of your life where you're never going to forget what we just did on this tabletop. So, you know, I was really excited about Jedi's. I don't know if you guys saw, I put a display together. It was a, 
I called it the Jedi Academy. Yeah, I saw it. I don't want to do spoilers on Book of Boba Fett, but you know, you kind of you you see a, a Jedi Academy starting to get built, and so I made that out of little pieces of foam. So the kind of player I am, I'm a hobbyist, so I'm gonna try to win a painting award, even if there isn't an award for best painted, and I'm going to try to win sportsmanship, even if there isn't an award for that. So yeah, I won half of my games and everything. And that was important actually on Friday. I played Star Wars Legion on Friday while my wife was playing in the throwback tournament. And I needed to go two and two because if you go three and one, you make the cut for the next day. And Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I need to go two and two today so I can play Imperial Assault tomorrow. I actually went to my last opponent. I'm not going to tell you about all my Legion games, but they were a blast. I brought shot glasses with Star Wars characters for every opponent that I had for the entire Adepticon to give them to keep to remember our games. And half of my opponents did a shot with me either before or after our game. And that carries over from having played 40k and being in crazy team tournaments and stuff. And that's the kind of vibe that I like to bring. So I'm trying to make sure everybody has a blast. And so I go to my last opponent in Star Wars Legion on Friday and I'm like, hey, are you two and one? I'm two and one. He's like, yeah. I'm like, are you playing Legion tomorrow? Is that your plan? He's like, yeah. Well, good, because I need you to beat me right now so I can play Imperial Assault. (laughs) And it was one of those games I started higher in points in the beginning of the game and he slowly crept up on me and beat me in the last turn and we were basically cheering for each other Mm. um, doing all the crazy tricks and things in Star Wars Legion. I was playing Cad Bane he's so gimmicky and he's fun for me to play and he's usually fun for my opponents to watch me play him yeah, he's he's actually super fun, but pretty underrated, I think. He's not popular. He won. A, a different guy playing Cad Bane won the whole thing. Oh, awesome. Yes. The variety in Legion, in competitive Legion, is crazy right now. There was a Vader riding in a lat. <laughs> uh-huh. There was a uh, Luke Skywalker who was force-pushing opponents into standbys with fd cannons and there was cad bane with uh, magna guards it was uh it's pretty cool um unfortunately republic players kind of didn't do well but other than that the variety is great so i had to go two and two i went two and two it was a blast and then you got to play imperial assault i did usually when i double book myself i i end up making the top cut Uh, without fail and giving up my tickets i I know your pain yeah well and i I really didn't want to have to drop either so it was perfect i wanted two and two so i'll tell you a little bit about friday with stephanie this is not just her first tournament of imperial assault but this was her first gaming tournament ever in her life with anything the mm-hmm. closest thing probably is like a show choir competition in high school. Uh, you know, we're both in our 30s now. So it's been a long time since she's been in a competition. She was very nervous going into throwback. I can't tell you a lot about throwback because I didn't play. But so she was real nervous. Uh, she only got to play two games that day because of how the pairings worked out. And there was 
the cut around and she got the buy one round. So I was kind of disappointed for her. Her first game, she got completely rocked by Vader, Palpatine, and Riot Troopers. Mm-hmm. The first round can be really tough because you can get paired up with the best player. At yeah. The yeah. Yeah. From luck purpose, that actually happened to me. The exact same thing. The first turn I went to, like the first big one I went to, and I got paired up with Luke Sykes, my first one. Oh, geez. Mm. He's he's probably the the most winningest yeah. <laughs> European player. Like, just Euros, Nationals, makes top credit worlds. Yeah. And everything. I sympathize <laughs> with her there. <laughs> In uh, Star Wars Legion, that's probably Luke Cook. So I could imagine if my first game was against Luke Cook, I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know about that. Uh, well, I think I think it's it's tougher when you don't know that they are this this person, and you're just like, oh no, is everybody this good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she was playing a similar list to her IACP, but different. Instead of Jabba with droid hunters, it was Jabba with she had Hondo and she had Weakways and Onar. So that was the kind of scum list that she was doing in Throwback. Her second game, she. Also lost, but she did better. She got over 20 points um, in the game. So that was, it was kind of cool to see Stephanie's transformation playing in these events because she went from being uh, really timid to on Saturday because she played in the throwback, she was having a ball. She had an amazing time on Saturday. So that, that was throwback. I don't know if she experienced this, but definitely for me, when I did my first big tournament, I was the only girl there yep. and I found that really intimidating. Yep. But once I actually started playing my games and I found that the IA community has been so nice mm-hmm. and so welcoming. I was never made to feel awkward about that. Yeah. I just felt like one of the, just another player, like I wasn't treated differently. And then I kind of got over that that nervousness i don't know if she expressed something similar i am so proud of her uh, for playing in these events it blows my mind that my wife came to adepticon and played these things with me it's i still get choked up about it for as far as like a new player coming in and doing a tournament for the first time even though she was you know a little timid she knows her imperial assaults like i said we've played all these different versions of the game she's Mm -hmm. played she has so many reps doing these things so she actually did some rules clarifications for her opponent at some points. And it was the kind of environment where she was allowed to say, well, actually, you can't open a door corner to corner. You have to be flush with it. And they called over a judge and the judge is like, yep, she is absolutely right. You have to be flush with that door to open that door right now. So that was really cool. I was afraid that people might kind of take advantage of her in a way because they kind of mm. maybe assume that she doesn't know what she's doing, but she did awesome. Yeah, I think the Imperial Assault community is actually really good about that. There's definitely uh-huh. been other games I've played where people try to get away with things. Mm-hmm. 40k, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, <laughs> sometimes. I- I've seen I've actually found the opposite to be true in IA where an opponent will actually point out something that is a disadvantageous to them uh. that helps me like, oh, by the way, did you know that it works this way? Yeah. Uh, because I am not like Stephanie and don't know my rules very well <laughs> sometimes. Um, so I think it's really nice community. Like we've kind of like got each other's back. 
Yeah, I think yeah. there's there's this kind of sense that you you want to win based on your strategy and your tactics, and not not because your opponent forgot some random you know arbitrary rule yeah. that you took advantage yeah. of. I played a side game after the tournament on Saturday against uh, Kento with Jedi's, very similar to my Jedi's, and he pointed out that you can use Channel the Force on the card draw at the beginning of the game. Yes, and I had. Oh, yeah. yeah, I had no idea. I was always doing it with Wisdom with Yoda, which I feel is better. But if Yoda's dead, why not do it at the card draw at the beginning of the turn? So I learned so much playing this and seeing people uh, express joy basically through playing their games. You want to dive into Saturday IACP? Yeah. Why don't we start with your list? Okay, so I was playing, I named it the Jedi Academy. It's Luke, Ahsoka, Jedi Luke, Davith, Ezra, Yoda, Gideon, and C-3PO for seven activations. I wish I could have fit Mara Jade in there, so I could maybe son a Skywalker after Luke dies or something like that, but... um, so my next project is to learn Vassal so I can play you guys online. Oh, yeah. Tweak this list and, and, and keep the Jedi Academy going. And it's really good for stream. Yes. I, I really want to. Um, I tried doing Star Wars Legion on Tabletop Simulator. And I tried it once and left my computer and went and painted some minis again. <laughs> <laughs> For Steph, we put together her scum droid list. It was Forlom, BT1, HK47, Onar, Bib, and Jabba. And then um, I'll just give you a quick kind of rundown on everybody, if that's okay. Brian was playing Weiss in an ATST with Storms and Scout Troopers. Travis was playing Vader Palpatine with Jet Troopers. It was a throwback list that was kind of injected into the IACP. Mm-hmm. Destructor, amazing kid. I'll get to him later when we talk about our game. He was playing Imperial Spies with Aiden, Migs, Blaze, Thrawn, Palpatine. Jake was playing Imperials, and I can't quite understand what he played uh, because he named all of his guys things like Blocky McGee, Scam, and Papa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there's a Palpatine in there. You you guys will just have to ask him about his list, especially because he won. So I assume it's the one, the, the list that he was uh, talking about in our episode, right? So it's Aiden Versio... Palpatine and um, ISBs. So oh. he was basically using the I- two sets of ISBs as his main damage dealers and using Palpatine to give them extra attacks. And he said that that worked really, really well in the online tournaments and things like that. And so that's what he was planning on running. And clearly it worked. I mean, he won. Oh, spoiler alert. He won the whole thing. So uh, obviously something was working mm. well for him. I'll say real quick uh, Destructor with his imperial spies and versus jake in the final round stephanie and i were rooting for destructor the whole time and then jake and jake pulled it out so congrats to him sorry we're talking about lists but i just have to say i loved meeting all of these people and now that i'm i know you guys um on the discord and slack and it was fantastic to get to know these great people including april songer who was josh's wife she didn't play but she was there Um, and i think she also helped stephanie feel comfortable oh that's really good to hear yeah you guys are awesome i don't know if i 
just imagine me saying that a billion times and then maybe it'll come across. <laughs> One of the things I always liked the most about the regular tournament circuit is that you just made so many international friends that you yes. saw every year. One of my Legion opponents, his name is Faku and he's from Argentina. Just the best guy ever. He added me on Instagram and we've been chatting every day. So it's that kind of camaraderie that I'm looking for. And that's what I got out of all of this. Joey was playing Imperial Melee with Royal Guard Champion Mara Jade, Triple Zero, and some Riot Troopers. Mm-hmm. Sounds mm-hmm. like Joey. i want to ask joey about like did triple zero end up doing anything because i never get him to do anything (laughs) i really wish i got a chance to play joey to do rebel melee versus imperial melee for that kind of brawl um (laughs) that's partly why i'm learning vassal because i want to see that happen then we have josh with scum hunters he has 10 point mando hk47 greedo onar bib fortuna and then we have Joe Songer with Rebel Heroes. That's Han, Jin, Cassian, Kotun, and Hera. Hmm. And then Kento was playing Scum, a Boba with Mando, supported by Hondo, Greedo, etc. So what do you guys think about the variety of those lists? I love it. That's one of the things that was getting to be a, when we had the last FFG tournament scene one of the most upsetting things was how it was basically like 50% Spectre yeah. stuff. And David, for example, when he was playing in the last um, UK National Championship, like he only played Spectre Cell the whole tournament, right? I only played against Spectre Cell. <laughs> when I was going to my first Adepticon and it was a Spectre Cell meta, I actually posted directly in the thread that I'm not going to play Spectre Cell, but anyone who plays against me will leave with a smile on their face. <laughs> and then and then I ended up destroying most of the Spectre Cell lists, which was a pleasant well, surprise. You, you designed something that like could combat yeah. it, which was really, really cool. Yeah, so David had uh, the like a Lothcats list mm. that really threw people off. <laughs> I know you guys were kind of maybe... Worried about if uh, there would be too many Mandos or too many Spectre Cells. But every single one of these lists is different. We've got two Rebels, uh, one Melee, one Han Heroes. We've got three different Scum, which are probably the most similar, but they're completely different because their main you know, pieces, their queen and knight pieces is what Noah would say. They're completely different. You know, they're they're hunters, of course, because hunter is strong, but they feature completely different models. And then every Imperial list is pretty different. I mean, there's two Imperial spies, but Jake and Destructor, I mean, they're very different as well. So I absolutely love this variety. It, the variety of IACP is healthy. If you were worried, I think we just crushed that. I I mean, I did see pictures on Facebook of Imperial Assault events from years past where it was Spectre Cell on every table. So, yeah, and I hated seeing that. I'm like, no, I'm not going to play that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this is this was just a blast. You guys can I tell you about my games? 
Yes, please. Okay, so <laughs> I'm I'm playing these Jedi, and uh, round one, um, I played against Brian and his ATST and his Storms and Scouts. I love seeing the ATST on the board. I love it. <laughs> All of my games were exciting and cinematic in some way, so I'm really excited to tell you about these. Did he step on you? No, he never stepped on me. He just stepped on himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> We did have a little discussion before the game. Hey, uh, let's clarify the massive rules real quick because you don't see that a lot. Yeah. So, you know, hey, okay, can you see over this? I can see you over this, that kind of thing. So there was a little bit of that discussion beforehand. Brian did do a shot with me, which was great. Really great guy. So we're playing was Mortar Fire. And in Mortar Fire, you get to sprinkle down some face down tokens. And at the end of the round, we're going to flip them face up. And two of them are going to be bombs. My strategy was to put my bomb on his terminal the entire game. <laughs> Troll, you nasty, <laughs> nasty man. <laughs> um, it took him a couple turns to realize that was my plan. And then he started <laughs> then he started doing it to my terminal. I'm like, yep, you get it now. You get it. <laughs> we trade back and forth the whole time. So there was actually a turn where I kill a three-point stormtrooper and a four-point scout trooper. He kills a seven-point Jedi, and then we get the same number of points on boxes. It was just that kind of game. We start running out of time. We're going back and forth. People start watching us. You know, people that got done with their games, they're getting into it. They're getting excited about the end of our game. They call time. Oh, can I ask real quick, what, what Jedi was it that you lost early on? I lost about half my Jedi that game. So it was it was probably Ezra. I mean, Ezra, Ahsoka, and Davith, they're both in that. They're just really cool to play them all together, honestly. And, and, and for to have an environment where they can kind of be this cool team, I don't know, like Power Rangers or something in a way, right? So they all have their own things. I like Ezra's brash. He's so fast. I love Davith's sneakiness, and he can pull off some extra... They're really fast, you guys. Um, Jedi yes. are actually yes. really fast. I mean, unless you forget Ezra's brash. I think that's the most commonly forgotten thing in the whole game. Yes, 100%. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's the second most commonly forgotten thing. The most commonly forgotten is the, uh, the old heroic effort. Oh, yeah. Most of the time you don't need heroic effort, but... Uh... In our practice games, I actually made a brash token. It has a giant arrow on it that I placed on the table to remind yeah. myself to do brash uh, for Ezra. You've got Ahsoka. She's a powerhouse. Jedi Luke is a... I call him explosive. Sometimes he's going to explode big. Sometimes it's just a poof, but... He's still fun to play. And then Yoda. The end of this game with uh, General Weiss and these troopers, it was neck and neck. They call time, end of the round, so finish your rounds. And we're so tight. Um, they have to call dice down on us where we literally just have to stop and count points. It was like that. Was the ATSD still up? It was, yep. I was I was killing troopers. I was nickel and diamond yeah. him on troopers. It comes to the end of the game. I have 36 points and he has 37 points. Oh, oh so close. <laughs> so close. So I think it's at this point people start figuring out my mentality behind the game because Josh looks at me and he says, Brendan, I'm so sorry for you. And I said, no, man. This was an incredible game. I'm not sorry at all. This was awesome. 
you know, I have a huge smile on my face. This was amazing. Um, I loved playing this game. So that was with Brian. My round two was against Travis with Vader and with Palpatine and Jets. What's with the Empire? What do they have against Jedi? <laughs> I don't know. So much Empire. Oh, yeah, I played three rounds against Empire. Uh, that's just what people want to bring. I guess that's the flavor, a little dark side. <laughs> it is really cinematic, yeah. though. Empire against Jedi. This was the most cinematic lightsaber dueling fight of my life, guys. My opponent was Travis. And so this is Vader, Palpatine, and Jets. This is actually a throwback list that he decided to also bring in IACP. So that was kind of interesting. So we get into this. We're playing on Deverin Garrison, which is the melee map for the tournament. Yeah. Okay. So more, more of a bloodbath than usual. Uh-huh. Did you... Are, wait, so are the doors locked or not? I don't... Re- I think you... I think you get to pull them at the end of the round. I don't remember. In this mission, you might be able to unlock them yourself, but at least you get to... Un- There's only three doors, which is weird. But actually, you can go around the doors. Like, you can kind of skirt into the middle and then go into the compound that's in the center. This was a dragging the boxes towards your deployment zone mission. So, uh, I mean, the doors were open pretty quick. Like, we just get into this lightsaber fight. He puts a jet trooper in the middle of the table. Ahsoka jumps in the middle of the table and takes him out. Ahsoka's in the middle. She just killed a jet trooper. Vader jumps in the middle and smacks on Ahsoka. No! Betrayal! Uh, Yeah, because I'm like, my old master! It's It's Ahsoka's master, Anakin! Then I immediately jump in there with Luke and I'm like, hello, father. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. And then uh, Ezra goes in there too. So I've got these three Jedis fighting Vader. It was so amazing. The climactic moment of this, all of these lightsabers on these glow sticks just going off. So Ahsoka's about to die. She's pretty low health. So I want to get her out of the fight and have her do something else. So of course I move away from Vader. He plays parting blow for that extra attack. It defeats Ahsoka. So I come back with dying lunge to get another attack Mm. from Ahsoka onto Vader. I defeat Vader. (gasps) And then he plays dying lunge. And he strikes back out against, I think it was Ezra. He doesn't kill a Jedi with it. But by the time he throws down this dying lunge for Vader, I am cheering. And he is laughing. And we're just having the best time ever. So, yes. (laughs) Back and forth. Yeah, I do end up killing Vader. I do end up winning that game. But it didn't matter. It was so amazing back and forth like that. Fun. Really cool. I love those super cool moments. Yeah. Playing awesome people. Round three, I play against Destructor. His name is Gabe. This kid is amazing. He's 17 years old. He is super smart. He is just an incredible young man, I will have to say. He is the spitting image of a friend of mine, Ethan, and his dad takes him to tournaments. 
and Gabe's dad and Ethan's dad are the same kind of guy. They're sitting back there with their laptops while they, they while their sons are being amazing on the tabletop playing these games. Just an incredible guy. So he's playing his Imperial Spies. He has Thrawn, Palpatine, Aiden. Destructor beats me uh, pretty pretty handily. Like Thrawn is putting pressure on my hand like he does. Hand disruption is great. And, uh, you know, I do take out some of his spies. Uh, there's a turn where um, I grab eight points off of the objective because at some point I'm like, I just got to grab points somewhere. And he's killing Jedi. He's just outperforming me as far as putting damage out there. He's killed a couple Jedi and whatnot. And and again, sort of that sportsmanship aspect came into play where he rolls his dice. I think it was a Miggs Mayfeld shot. It's so much damage. It's a ton of damage. His dad looks over and I, and my jaw just drops and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so much damage. And I'm like, ex- <laughs> I'm excited for his dice rolls when normally if somebody rolls damage against you like that, you're like, oh my God, oh man, I just lost the model. You know, most people would do that, but I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so much damage. Like I was excited for him. Okay. I'm with you. I want exciting things to happen. It's so much fun. I hope you're not going to tell me you dodged it in the next sentence. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. No, pretty sure I lost Ahsoka with that shot. Honestly, my cool moment was grabbing a a bunch of points in the middle of the game. And he's like, what? You got eight points off of crates like yeah i just scored eight points off of crates jedis are fast what can i say the other cool moment for my list uh this is the only time it happened is i got a yoda kill whoa yep i i used wisdom to grab force surge and uh with channel the force and then yoda comes up in the middle of the table and gets a kill out with uh, force surge <laughs> so oh, that's nice. pretty funny nice i look at gabe and he looks it back at me and i'm like yoda kill and we're just laughing about it (laughs) awesome awesome i'm so happy i got to play against him and met him and his dad and uh i got some adult witnesses as i presented him with a shot glass without liquid in it (laughs) my final rounds uh they start calling the pairings and i'm not hearing my name i'm not hearing my wife's name we get to the last pairing called and i have to play stephanie (laughs) <laughs> yep we've uh, been there we've yeah been actually there. <laughs> i play jessica quite a lot at tournaments somehow yeah all the time all the time pretty weird sometimes they travel for a regional and then i just end up playing her and then alistair and maybe somebody else local and we're just like huh yeah could have just stayed home okay before you tell us about this game when you guys practice what's usually your win rate between the two of you she beat me twice mm-hmm. out of all those practice games okay so generally your favorite to win occasionally it got how can i say this we were a little salty afterward had to kind of take a break cool down after our practice games to go do something else you know because we got so invested in it we know each other's lists a hundred percent and we know exactly what we're gonna do so yeah, she got kind of frustrated. It was good with the reps, but it wasn't great emotionally for all those practice games. I knew that I had to play this very delicately and and I still wanted to have that sportsmanship be displayed. So and, and it was. Um she was not getting upset at me like she would in our practice games. She played a really good game. I played a really good game. I don't have a lot of details exactly what happened, but 
I played in such a way that I was trying to score points, but I wasn't playing to deny her points either. If that makes sense to you, you know, I, I I made some big plays where I knew I was going to grab points, but I knew that she would too. I just kind of played in that kind of way. I wasn't denying her any points. I wasn't playing conservatively. It was a great game. Um, I did uh, end up winning and beating Stephanie Uh, at the end of that game. It was 47 to 34 is what she scored off of me. So yeah, so I, I, all of my games were, were pretty high scoring games. So yeah. That was that was IACP. We didn't make it to the single elimination, but it really didn't matter. Uh, we just had an incredible time. Out of the ten players, Stephanie ended up eighth, and I ended up sixth out of ten players. Let me tell you a little bit about Stephanie's games, if you don't mind. Please do. Her first time ever in any tournament in any game, Stephanie got a win. Whoop whoop! I'm so proud of her. She was playing these droid hunters. And her one win was against Han Heroes, Han Rebel Heroes. On the very first turn, my wife one-shots Han Solo. Oh, wow. Holy what? With what? Yep, yep. Okay, so are you ready for this? I'm so, ha- I'm so happy for her. Wait, is it a BT shot? Is it a BT shot? It's better than that. Han rolls up and takes a shot. And it's off of an Onar extra protection. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yep. So she's got focused Onar. Um, Onar, you know, she doesn't want to let Han Solo get another or, you know, any other shots because Han Solo shoots so much. So she's like, this is my moment here. And she took it. Extra protection Onar. Onar is focused. She plays tools for the job to add a red die. She plays heightened reflexes to take han's uh defense dice off yes yes she rolls all these dice and she's sitting at 11 damage of han's 12 and what was it joe was like oh well he survives with one and stephanie's like well actually i'm gonna discard my last command card to bib fortuna's ability for plus one and make it 12 yes oh that's great fabulous (laughs) and because it's it's han's activation he can't even you know run away nope nope it's a perfect timing (laughs) she's got nothing she she used all of her abilities all of her command cards exactly kills han and gets her tournament win that's amazing (laughs) because i have been shot at so many times with han Mm -hmm. i feel very good about this moment (laughs) it's really annoying I, I did want to thank everybody real quick. You guys, I want to thank Noah. I want to thank everybody, Slack, Discord, everybody that came out. Um, I probably already said this, but I loved meeting everybody. And I really look forward to maybe next year, maybe getting on Vassal, whatever, getting some games in. Do you guys want to know about the the treasure trove of prizes that we walked away with? Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Um you know, events haven't been happening for a couple of years, and this was FFG, this was IACP, I know Noah printed off cards, uh, everybody kind of gave so much for prizes for this event, we kind of felt like bandits. I'm just going to read this off. We walked away after her playing two events and me playing IACP. We had two playmats, we had two metal coins, 36 acrylic tokens miniatures carrying boxes with foam 
And all right, I'm going to have you guys guess. We were expecting about five to ten promo cards per event, and we played in three events. Can you guess about how many cards we ended up with altogether? I don't know. Forty. Okay, number. <laughs> uh, Jess, you have a number to throw out here. I'm going to say twenty. We brought home a hundred and eight oh, alternate wow. art promo cards. Whoa! Yes. Crazy. Yes. Wow. Yes. Awesome, awesome. You gotta catch up on all the events you missed. <laughs> it's like you got an Adepticon swag bag, but just for Imperial <laughs> Assault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, just amazing. Just amazing, guys. Awesome. Yeah, we have a great community, y'all. Yeah. All of you listening out there, we appreciate you. More people should have came out and played. There was tons of prizes for, you know, maxing out that event. And uh, hopefully it just keeps growing. I, You know, all the IACP people working on the, that content, um, how amazing the variety is. Keep going. Let's keep doing this thing. I can't wait to play again in a real-life event like this. Awesome. So one last thing I wanted to ask is that obviously you were new coming into IACP for this event, and then now you're on the Slack. How has your experience been kind of coming into the Zion's Finest Slack community, which is like where we kind of like live and breathe? <laughs> um, I jumped in the Discord to prepare for this. I had some rules questions and map questions people probably got a little bit tired or a little bit annoyed at me because I had so many questions to to get ready to prepare for this. He really wanted to be on our game as much as possible. So I flooded the Discord with all that before Adepticon. And at Adepticon, everyone was telling me, hey, uh, you really need to be in the Slack. That's where the action is. So I have since uh, jumped on there and started talking with you guys. I think it's pretty cool. I like seeing everybody participating. That's really what it's about is getting more people playing. Somebody asked me if I could sell them my promo cards and I said no. I'm going to keep them and I'm going to hand them out to more new players and whoever I can to get more people playing. Absolutely. That's that's the kind of spirit that we generally like is like, mm-hmm. yeah, Pay it forward. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you're part of us, this community. And hopefully we'll get to be around a table together next year, maybe. Absolute yeah. blast, guys. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me on here, too. Oh, no problem. You almost interview yourself. Less work <laughs> for me. <laughs> it's been great having you on. Thank you so much. It's taken me a good week of processing. I was very emotional. Like I said, I smashed pretty much every goal that I had. And uh, a big one was making all these friends. So it's uh, <laughs> I needed a week to calm down before I could even get on here and, and talk to you guys about how amazing it really was. Thanks for coming on. And good night. <laughs>